Happy New Year, and welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Pastor Joel Gregory starts a brand new series for Connect 21 entitled Reaching Results. Get your pen and your pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. And so, of course, today is the kickoff to our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And this year, we've added a deeper component to it. In the past, we've left fasting as optional. But this year, the entire church that's committed to this will be on some form of fast. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. You get thousands of people. Shutting their flesh down, putting their spirit on the throne. I mean, something getting ready to happen around here. So point to yourself, say, something good is happening. Watch this, listen very carefully, in me. See, that's where you want it to happen first. You don't want it to happen to you. You want it to happen in you. Let's get right into this today. So we're going to talk about reaching results because that's the goal of this 21 days of prayer and fasting. If you're like me, I don't want to do anything just to be doing it. I don't want to work out just to be working out. I don't want to do it. I want results, right? If I'm going to put the work in, then I want to see the results of the work that I put in. And that's what we're going after during these 21 days. So if you've been feeling like all of these notes are in the Linked Up Church app, you can also find them in the YouVersion Bible app, but follow along. And, of course, this is in our study throughout the week. So my goal is not to necessarily every week finish everything because if you're connected, you'll get it throughout the workbook and the notes uh, during the week. So let's talk about this. If you've been feeling like your prayers aren't being answered, there's a solution. And so the Bible gives us what's called seven action steps for reaching the results you desire from your prayer life. And all of us should be this way. I want to pray about something, and then over time, some instantly, but over time, others, I want to see the results of that prayer, right? And so that's the way this is designed to work. If we pray, I mean, you know, our prayer should work. And so let's look at Mark chapter 11, verse 24, as a foundation text. Lord said to me some things about year 10 for us and at different periods of time. I will release that. Mark 11, 24, New Living Translation says this. I tell you, you can pray for anything. Somebody say anything. anything. Now, of course, God's heart is that you have a relationship with him, and you're never going to pray for something that doesn't bring him glory. Right? So he says, I tell you, you can pray for anything in this conditional clause here. And if you believe, and if you believe, so notice the issue is not on God's end. The issue is always on our end. He says, so I tell you, you can pray for anything that's healing. Come on, that's cancer. That's diabetes. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about whatever in your life you don't want to be there, you can pray about that. And God is saying, and if you believe that you received it, it might be yours. Did I read that wrong? What does that say there? It what? Say, it will be mine if I believe. So the issue is not on God's end. I want to be clear about this. 
right? The ball is not in God's court. The ball is in our court. So he says, I tell you, you can pray for anything, right? Your marriage, your children, finances, career, job, promotion, healing. You can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Now, this word believe here is huge. It's not piss this, it's piss too old. Now we're talking about to have faith in or upon or with respect to a person or a thing. See, especially this ability to commit our spiritual well-being to Christ. So we're really talking about believing in Christ that he can do for us what we're believing for. Do you all see that? So it's really I'm not believing for the thing. I'm believing that Christ can manifest the thing. Did you all see the difference? A lot of us go after the thing. What I'm telling you is go after Christ and put all your stock in him and he'll manifest the thing. Did y'all catch that? Some of y'all that flew right over your head. What are you chasing after? What are you putting your belief in? In Christ, right? And he'll take care of the thing. So he said, if you can do that, I tell you, right? If you do that, you can pray for anything and it will be yours. 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 Now, there's something else he said here. He said, if you believe, watch this. He didn't just say if you believe. He said, if you believe that you received. See, we don't connect that to it either. So, a lot of times we spend all our time believing, but he's saying the same thing here. I actually have to, at the same time, believe I have that. Now, watch this. Now, I got a little, I dug in this a little deeper here, and this is where you got to have something a little about yourself, a little something about yourself. This word received here is this Greek word, labano, and guess what it means? To take. So, Satan not giving you nothing. You got to go get it. Come on, the kingdom of God suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. Come on, do I have any violent faith type of people in here, right? So it means to take. It means to get hold of. It means to seize. It means to obtain. So you get all your faith up to the point where you get so much courage about yourself that you're going to go take what rightfully belongs to you. Let me try this side of the room. So you build your faith up to such a place, right, where you go take what rightfully belongs. Give me my money back, Satan. Come on, somebody. Give me my health back, Satan. Give me my children back, Satan. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about you know what God said about your situation, and you go get it. So he said, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, it'll be yours. Hallelujah. When you became born again, God's goal for you was to live a prosperous life. That's his goal for you. He wants you to live an overcoming life. Listen, God has magnificent plans for you. Whether you know it or not, he set aside an inheritance of abundance for you to enjoy. But God's will is never automatic. He's done his part. Now we have to do our part. 
Somebody say, I will will do my part. Are you all ready to consistently pray to God in a way that reaches results? How many of y'all are ready? We're going to look at seven action steps that's going to help us get there. Let's look at action steps today, one through three. Number one is you've got to learn how to pray the word of God. We've got to stop all of this, Lord, if it be your will. Lord, if you want me to get married. Lord, if this is the year you want me to get married. Come on, somebody. Lord, if you want me to have a job. Now, he wouldn't say if you don't work, you shouldn't eat if he didn't want you to have a job. Come on, somebody. See, the problem a lot of times is we don't know what his will is, so we can't pray appropriately. Right? So we've got to pray the word of God. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 in the Passion, Trans- Passion Translation says this. It says, since we have this confidence. Now, I read that, Minister Walker, and I said, you don't start anything with since we have this confidence. He's actually referring to something that he talked about earlier. Right? So the next question we should ask ourselves is what confidence is it that we have? And where does that confidence come from? Right? Or he wouldn't say since we have this confidence. Now, it's not in your notes, but put 1 John chapter 5, verse 13 up on the screen. Passing translation. Watch this. Where does our confidence come from, right? Look at uh, verse 13. I'll help you understand verse 14. He says, I've written this letter to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. So your confidence comes in your belief in the name of the Son of God. Then watch what he says here. That's not all he said. So that you will be assured. See, another word for confidence. So that you would be assured and know without a doubt that you have eternal life. So you lost it, right? You missed it. See, so, so if I believe in the name of the Son of God, then I have assurance and confidence that I have eternal life. So that means then if he's given me eternal life, everything else is easy. So y'all missed that. See, you all missed that. See, there are two times I was out riding on my motorcycle and, and people thought you shouldn't ride again. I had two events out on my motorcycle. I won't even repeat them. One time I took the bike back into the shop and they said, that's the guy that could have died. And I thought to myself, I don't have the ability to die because I have eternal life living on the inside of me. Y'all missed it right there. Y'all missed. So people say, you shouldn't ride. I'm not scared of riding when I got Jesus riding with me on the bike. We saw the situation two different ways. They saw what could have happened, and I only saw who was with me that, uh, that caused that not to happen. Come on, somebody. See, all I'm telling you is your confidence have to, has to come from someplace greater than yourself. Now let's read verse 14. Then he said here, and this is the confidence. See, I've written to you, he said, since we have this confidence. Now, what confidence do we have again? It's that we believe in the name of the Son of God and that we have eternal life. So if he's given me eternal life, he can heal my body. Come on, somebody. Come on, if he's given me eternal life, he can bring a spouse into my life. Come on, if he's given me eternal life, he can save my children. Come on, if he's given me eternal life, there's nothing else I will deal with in this life that's greater than eternal life. And that's where our confidence has to be rooted in. So he says here in verse 14, since we have this confidence, that word confidence means frankness, 
bluntness, boldness, all outspokenness, right? So that means we can stand in the midst and in the face of whatever's going on around us and say, I know the character of my God, and I know I'm coming out gold on the other side of it. Doesn't matter what I'm facing. I could be in the greatest position in life, and I still know I'm going to the next level. Come on, God is not done with you yet. You have not lived your best days. Your best days are not behind you. Your best days are still out in front of you. So since we have this confidence, we can also have great boldness before him. For if we present any request agreeable to his will, he will hear us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know, we also know, we can be sure that we have obtained the request we asked of him. Now, if you read that in the context of what we read in Mark chapter 11, he just said the same thing differently. He said, we actually believe that we already have the request that we desired from him. That's a missing piece for a lot of us. So then we don't order our lives in the direction of what we believe. See, I'm believing for a spouse, but dating someone unsaved. I canceled that right out. I'm believing God to be debt free, but still borrowing money. I canceled that right out. Right? So, so if I really believe that the mo- moment that I pray that I've obtained that, then I begin to order my life in that direction. Let's keep traveling. You all getting anything out of this today? All right, let's keep traveling. So then, uh, yep, all right, let's keep going. Let's look at 1 John. Well, let's look at James chapter 4, verse 3. So the key to reaching the kind of results God wants you to achieve through prayer is not just shooting random arrows in the air hoping that it might hit something. And again, those are those if it be your will prayers. Somebody say, uh, that's back, that's 2023. No more if it be your will prayers in 2024. We're going to the next level, right? We're going to know what his will is and then pray that, right? So let me just show you. Look at James chapter 4, verse 3. This will give you some insight, right? When I don't know what his will is, then sometimes I ask for the wrong reason. Look at James chapter 4, verse 3. The New Living Translation says, And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. See? And that's when, again, I don't know his will. So if your prayer life only benefits you, how many of you know that's not the heart of your father? He's always thinking about other people. All right? And so that'll give me some insight. When I pray and I don't get it, I got to go back and check my motives. See, why did I want that? Why do I want this? All right? Clear? All right? Let's let's talk about this. So, So the first step to praying prayers that reach results is to locate the promise or promises that fit your situation in the Word of God, right? So if I want to grow financially, what, is his, what, are, what are his promises about finances, right? 
I want to start the year off tithing. I want to start the year off giving offerings. I want to start the year off being generous, right? I want to be a giver. I want to be like God in that area, right? If it's healing for my body, well, what do I, I want to find out by his stripes, 1 Peter 22, 24, by his stripes, I'm healed, right? I, I want to find out from his word what his will is so I can stand on that promise and then manifest that in my life. Let's look at step, step number two, which is my favorite one. Saturate your prayers in faith. Now, we don't use that word saturate a lot. That's like a, a Pentecostal word, saturate. Now, saturate. We don't hear that in church a whole lot. Saturate your prayers in faith. Now, this word saturate means to soak. It also means impregnate. Have you ever prayed about something so much that you got pregnant with it? Y'all missed that right there. Now, I've never given birth to a baby, but I do know it takes nine months in most cases, right? And so what's happening over that nine months is it's building, right? I can only go by what I've experienced with my wife. Almost every week, every day, she was doing something to get ready for this birth that she knew was coming, whether it was getting a room ready. Come on, somebody. Whether it was painting the room, come on, somebody, because she knew she was pregnant with something on the inside. She knew it was coming. Now, you could tell her, uh, you're not getting ready to have a baby. I promise you she wouldn't have listened to you because she was pregnant on the inside. And every day, every week, she was doing something in preparation for what was coming. I'm talking about praying about something so much, you get pregnant with it. Men can get spiritually pregnant with dreams, goals. Come on, somebody. Desires. Come on, somebody. Businesses. Come on, somebody. Come on, taking over cities. Come on, somebody. It also means, this was interesting. Here, saturate here. It also means to thoroughly soak as with water or moisture. Now, if you ever gotten a good workout and you just, anybody ever done that before? I'm talking about where people don't even want to hug you. When they look at you, they go, did somebody just take water and just dump it all over you? Anybody ever been there before? Well, the best imagery I can give you is like a sponge, right? And so you want to pray so much about something, right? And this is what you're praying about. Until that thing gets soaked in faith. I'm talking about soaked in faith. And how do you know it's soaked? It starts dripping. Come on, somebody in 2024 getting ready to get their drip right. Come on, somebody. Come on, I said somebody in 2024 getting ready to get their drip right in 2024. Right? And so you want to soak that long enough until it's completely wet and dripping out. How do you know it's dripping out? Every time somebody come around, you see, my wife would always say she was pregnant. And what the baby, and what we going to do with the baby, and da-da-da. She was always talking about what was coming. 
See, that means you've prayed about it so much and it's gotten so deep into your spirit that every time people come around you, we're getting ready to build a bigger business. We're going to pay our house off cash this year. God is healing my body of cancer. Come on, somebody. God is elevating us to the next level. I've been praying for my children and they're, and they're coming back home. Come on, somebody. I can see God doing a work in my children's life. My marriage, God is restoring my marriage and things are turning around. How do you know you're dripping how do you know you're soaked in it you talk about it all the time step two is to saturate yourselves saturate your prayers in faith Matthew 21 22 New King James Version says and whatsoever things you ask in prayer third way of saying this believing you will receive you can't disconnect believing from receiving. I just said a mouthful whether or not you all caught that or not. Did you all see that? You cannot connect believing from receiving. It is the opposite sides of the same coin. Right? If you have a quarter, how many of y'all know it has to be a heads and a tail? Right? It's the opposite sides of the same coin. So I cannot say I'm believing and I'm not receiving. And I'm doing both of those at the same time. And how do I know I believed I received it? Because my life takes me in that direction. All right, let's keep going. So Matthew 21, 22. So whatsoever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. So again, this word here, uh, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing. This word believing here is that same Greek word, pistis, or, we're talk, or pistuo. So we're talking about faith in or with respect to a person or a thing. So I want to put all my faith in Christ for the thing that I'm believing him for, right? Believing, then you will receive. So once you begin praying based on God's word, the next step and praying effectively is to saturate your prayers in faith. So that means you don't wait for a manifestation to believe you receive. So most people say, I'll believe it when I see it. That's not kingdom. Kingdom is you'll actually receive it when you believe it. You still with me out there? Are you still with me out there? Give God a real good praise in this place. Come on. I'm talking about give God a 2024 praise. Come, give God a I'm so glad I got the 2024 I don't know what to do kind of praise. So for you new believers out there, this might seem difficult at first, but as you practice applying your faith, it will become a way of life for you. And I want to encourage you to start small, right? And so I started this way. I refused to put medicine in the medicine cabinet, and I wasn't sick. So I want to have it up there just in case I get sick. So I got rid of the medicine cabinet. I'm talking about when I was single. This is at the beginning. There's no medicine in the house because I was believing to live in divine health. So I want to start with a cold and then work my way up. So I want to defeat a cold before we start talking about bigger stuff. But I'm learning, though, as I worked on that, I, in 34 years, the bigger stuff has never showed up. Everybody still with me out there? 
So, so it'll seem difficult at first, but just practice where you are and begin to build, right? If it's financial, let's just start off by paying cash instead of using credit cards, right? If I use a credit card, it's because the cash is in my bank account, right? And in 30 days, I'm going to pay that in full, right? And then let's start off just working our way up. We're just going to pay cash for clothes. We're not going to charge clothes. We're going to go right in there and pay cash for Or, again, it's in the account as soon as the bills show up. And today you can pay them as soon as it hits your account. Pay it right off immediately. Then we go from clothes to cars. Then we go from cars to houses. Am I in the right place today? Where's the faith at in this room? Right? Right? Start where you are and then just build, work your way off. So, again, it might seem difficult at first. So, here's some quick startup tips to help you add faith or to saturate your prayers with faith. Letter A, we've already talked about it. Believe you receive when? When you pray, right? Those two go together. Don't separate one from the other. God's word is always true. So, if you say that it's done or if he says that it's done, it's done. So, as you pray, just begin moving yourself into, into the direction and see yourself, move yourself from believing he can to knowing he can. You all see the difference there? I'm past, Father, I believe you for that. I'm at the place of God. I thank you that it's already done. It's a real shift. It's subtle, but it's serious, right? Where I go from God, I'm believing you for that. I thank you that it's already done. That's letter A. These are three tips for you to help you soak it. Then you've got to speak it. If you don't talk about it, you don't believe it. All closed mouths don't eat. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them closed mouths don't get fed. Look at your other neighbor and tell them if you believe it, you better say it. Now, look at your other neighbor and tell him, I believe it so much, I'm getting ready to praise God for it right now. Oh, y'all catching this in here. Oh, somebody catching this in here. So, so that means daily I'm going to start confessing what I believe he's done for me. Right? So, Father, I thank you that cancer... Lee is leaving, has left my body, Father. Father, I thank you that my bills are paid and that I'm debt-free. Father, I know you've already done it, so I receive my spouse, Father. I receive him in the name of Jesus. Father, I trust you, and I know it's already done, and so I receive my marriage being restored, Father. Father, I trust you, and I know it's already done, and so I receive this building being paid off, Father. And not paid off, it's already paid off. I believe this building being sold, Father. I, I believe you for the land that you're showing us, Father. I believe you for, for new buildings, Father, and expansion for linked up church, Father. I believe you for schools opening up. Father, I believe you for reaching more and, and, and ministering to a, an entire city. Well, well, he's talking back to me. Well, Joel, why do you want those things? So so that we can get more people saved, Father, so that we can bring you more glory, Father, so that we can make your name famous in the earth, Father, so that we can make you rich by adding more souls to your kingdom. You, you, you all see how this works? 
See, sometimes I'll believe God for a new car simply because I want to give away the one that I'm currently driving. Oh, y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. And then letter C. So, so now letter A, I got to believe I receive when I pray. Letter B, I got to speak it. Letter C, I've got to act on it. That means what are you doing today that's taking you in the direction of what you believe he's already done for you? And when I get up tomorrow, what am I going to do today that's taking me in the direction of what I believe he's already done for me? And the goal is to not do anything that would cancel that all out. If I do, I repent instantly and get right back on my path. Everybody clear? All right, think about the ten leopards. Now, everybody knows this story. So when the ten leopards came to Jesus for healing, it's interesting, right? He could have just healed them, couldn't he? Right? He's God, right? He could have did that, right? But he told them to do something illegal. That's interesting. He said, go, because I'm getting ready to show the government that I'm greater. Oh, y'all missed that. Oh. You missed it. And, you, and he needs somebody that will believe him in the face of government so that he can show that he's greater. So he said, fellas, go show yourself to the priest. Now, that could have cost them their lives. Because they live in a colony. Come on, somebody. And it's illegal for them to leave that colony. And if they're caught out in public with leprosy, then the law said they were required to be stoned to death. But they believed what God said. And the scripture says, as they went. Which means, had they stayed, none of them get healed. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, what will you do today that takes you in the direction of what you believe God's already done for you? When you wake up tomorrow morning, what will you do tomorrow morning that takes you in the direction of what you believe God has already done for you? Last action step today, and we'll close. Somebody say, no fear here. No fear here. Come on, say it with your chest. Come on, say it like you mean it. Come on, say it like it's about seven people walking up on you, getting ready to slap your mother. If you come from where I come from, you're getting ready to stand up, boy. You try to slap my mother, boy. Boy, try to slap, boy, try to slap my mother. Come near my mother, boy. Come near my mother. Say something, boy, say something else about my mother, boy. That's one place you don't go. Come on, somebody. The one person name that should never come out of your mouth is my mother. Come on, somebody, because I'll put that on my mother and knock your teeth back into your throat. Come on, anybody here know what I'm talking about? You don't play. Come on, say it with your chest. There's no fear here. 
I'm going in the direction what I believe God's already done for me. And there's nothing anybody's going to do. There's nothing any demon in hell will be able to do to stop me. I'm getting healed. I'm already healed. Come on, somebody. Come on, I'm walking out debt free. Come on, somebody. And there's no fear here. I'm going for that. Come on, somebody. I'm going for that. No fear here. First John 4.18. Let me give you some key insights to this. There's no fear. There's no fear. First John 4.18, New King James Version says, there is no fear. I can stop right there. There is no fear. This word fear means alarm, fright, terror. And there are sometimes God will show you some things that he wants for you that are bigger than what you can believe for. Because his thoughts are not your thoughts. Come on, and his ways are not your ways. Come on, as high as the heaven is from the earth are his thoughts higher than your thoughts. So that means for some of you all, while you're praying, he's going to show you some things that's gonna have, that can make your knees. But if... But he'll never show it to you, and he can't do it for you. So there's no fear. There's no fear. This word fear means alarm, fright, terror. There's no fear in love. Do you see that? There's no fear in love. This word love is agape, the Greek word there. He's talking about a love feast, unconditional. If you just know how much God loves you, there's nothing for you to ever fear in this life. You've got to know that God loves you more than any. You are his most prized possession. And whatever it is that you're believing him for, he wants it for you more than you even want it for yourself. It is Satan that's trying to make you afraid and fearful and, and, and trying to tell you that he can't do it and, and you can't do this. That's all from the enemy. It's never from God. God wants you to have it more than you do. There's no fear in love. But perfect, this is an important word here. Perfect in the Greek means complete. It means develop. See, he's talking about growth. He's talking about moral and, and mental character here. He's talking about to become a full age. So when we talk about spiritual growth and maturity and development, it's connected to love. It's this ability to know how much God loves me. Watch this. And then share that love with other people. I'm promising you, you know why a lot of people haven't gotten married? Because they're afraid that, that everything, the trauma that's happened in their past, they don't trust people anymore. And Satan wants to keep you trapped right there in that space. And God is saying, if you just develop your love wall and realize how much I love you, I'll bring somebody into your life that'll make you forget about every relationship you ever had prior to knowing me. Come on, I need somebody to believe that today, right? When you know how much he loves you, he doesn't want to leave you in whatever condition you're in, right? But here's the other side to that. If you're in where you want to be, God loves you so much, he wants to take you to your next level. So he says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Now, this word cast here means to throw. So this is what we're all getting ready to do by faith. I want you to... 
take it like it's a, I, I want you to pretend like you got a fishing rod, right? And I want you to put it in the water, all right? And so what you're catching is fear, so, all right? I want you to envision yourself, now you're in the water. Do that right there because fear just grabbed onto the hook. Now, go ahead and reel it on up. Reel it. Now, it's fighting now, so, so you might have to work a little bit. You might have to work a little bit, right? Now, bring it on in. Now, we're getting ready to cast fear back into 2023. On the count of three. One, two, three. Now, say it by faith. No fear here. Come on, say it with your chest. Come on, say it. I will lose the weight. I will look my personal best. I will be debt free. My marriage will be successful. My children are successful. Everything that concerns me prospers. Do you believe that? Go ahead and knock Satan's teeth out right now. Come on, go ahead and knock Satan's teeth out by giving God a hallelujah praise. So notice, love casts out fear. You don't cast out fear. Love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. See, fear wants to keep you in your house Stop you from going to school. Keep you from getting that degree. Come on, somebody. Keep you from advancing your career. Keep you at the level that you're at. Come on, somebody. Fear wants to tell you you can't because of the family you were born into. Fear wants to tell you that nobody from your family has ever done anything like that, so why should you? Faith is telling you no one has done that in your family, so God wants you to be the first. Come on, somebody. Faith, faith is always telling you the direct opposite of what fear is trying to tell you. Come on, Pastor Healy. Come on, you're, come on, Pastor Healy. You have not preached your last message, sir. You have not preached your last message. Fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You see that? And remember, faith works by love. So when you see fear... It's because you have not been developed and matured in your love walk. Because you're still not speaking to people. You still got an attitude with people. Huh? You still not talking to people now, huh? You still won't look at people now, huh? You still don't want to go and be around people now, huh? I'm going to make a rap song out of you. You still, you still walking around like you hard now, huh? You still won't look at nobody now, huh? You still letting people get you upset now, huh? You still uh, locked in a box now, huh? All you got to do is say nah, huh, on the back of it. It doesn't really need to rhyme. Just put nah, huh, on the back of it. See, you, you still got an attitude. You still love upset now, huh? You still letting people push you in the corner now, huh? You still walking around with a chip on your shoulder now, huh? You, you still won't speak to your parents now, huh? You, you still mad at people that did something to you 10 years ago now, huh? That's all you got to do is put nah, huh, on the back of it. Huh? And it rhymes. So watch this. 
But he who has not been made perfect in love, see? See, perfect there is not you never make a mistake. It's developed. It's maturity. See, it means that you can talk about me and I compliment you. It means you cannot speak to me, but I still speak to you. It means you didn't give me a gift for my birthday, but I still give you a gift for your birthday. It's not a tit-for-tat type of thing, right? Uh, Y'all glad you came to church today. Let's close right here. Let's all stand to our feet. See, once you know how much God loves you, then fear can't control you any longer. Did you all hear that? Once you know how much God loves you, fear can't control you any longer. You can be in a relationship and that person will look at you and say, you know what? I want to go in a different direction. You know what you'll say? Bye. Because I know how much God loves me. Watch this, and if it's not you, then God's got something better for me. Thank you for opening up that door for the better to come into my life. Come on, somebody. It ain't going to never say, what's wrong with me? Why didn't they like me? It ain't going to never do that. It's going to say bye. See, sometimes rejection is God's protection. Sometimes you don't realize you dodged a bullet. Galatians 5, 6, the Passion Translation here, last thing, verse I'll read today. It says, when you're placed into the anointed one and joined to him, circumcision and religious obligations can benefit you nothing. So religion and tradition matters nothing. All that matters now is living in the faith that, has, that is activated and brought to perfection by love. Should I read that again? Because a lot of times we are caught up in religion and tradition. When you're placed into the anointed one and joined to him, circumcision and religious obligations can benefit you nothing. All that matters now is living in the faith that is activated and brought to maturity by love. This word activated means here to be active and efficient, to be effectual, uh, to be mighty in, to show forth, and to work effectively in. So I'm challenging you folks. What are you going to do today to develop your love walk? Hmm? What relationships that you need to do your part to fix? See, that all that matters now is living in a faith that's activated by love. So, so as we start this, I want you to start. Go ahead and lift your hands to the Father. And I want you to just begin thinking about people. Could be parents. Go ahead, lift your hands to the Father. Could be a cousin. People you haven't spoke to in years. 
Your faith is not going to work until you develop your love. I want you to get that person's picture in your face. Because God wants to use them to help you grow and mature and develop. Because you know your 2023 self would not have ever done something like that. But your 2024 self is looking to grow and develop and mature. So I want you to commit before God right now. Everybody's hands lifted up. I want you to commit before God right now that I will. Say it. I will grow and develop in my love walk. I will mature in my love walk so that my prayers and my faith will operate at a higher level. Hallelujah. 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 I just want everyone to look up here at me for a moment. I just want to talk to the church for a moment. I don't know where you've been online, in the room, in your journey, but I don't want you to approach this 21 days like you've approached any other 21 days. I don't want you to make it about a new car, a new house, new clothes. Come on, somebody. I want, you, I want you to make it about getting closer to him. I'm talking to our church and our members right now. And listen to me, because when you get him, you're going to get everything that comes along with him. So the, I'm giving you one of your purposes for this fast, is to draw closer to him. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away, and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name. Praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text get connected to 94000 thanks again for listening have an amazing week and we look forward to connecting with you